Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Let's have all the oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Goss, goss, goss right into my ears. Goss, gossin'. We are gossin'. From gigs to wigs to digs, we've goss it all. Mm-hmm. I want your, I want your goss. Catholic Church controversy, AI taking over. Things are grim. But our tip spot maybe a girl is running for office to help make the world a better place. So a vote for maybe is a vote for change. And it wouldn't be hot gossip without some juicy letters from you. So yes, we will be diving into the DMs. Are you ready? Been ready. Let's go. M. Oh. M. Mom. Oh, Ooh, I've got my AAA girls mug. Mm. Oh, are you are you drinking some Mind Bloom? Mm. I I take I don't butt know bloom. What that is Mind Bloom is uh, ketamine therapy that uh, uh, Karen, Karens use now. They're like, oh, it's Mind Bloom. You're on K, bitch. Maybe I should try that. Maybe it would level me out. I think uh, Gia and Candy should get some white coats and be in the commercial. Uh, we want to welcome you back for another steaming, piping, piping, scalding, scalding. serving up hot, hot goss. This is our weekly chat show where we talk about events in our lives, gossip and politics, Deeks. and take a deep dive deep into dive. DMs. So let's go ahead and get into some hot, hot goss. <laughs> Can we do an episode called Hot Goths where we dress in like really goth like? Lip piercing and like, uh, I'm into Jinko it. jeans and like yeah. a corn shirt. Mm-hmm. And then like a, a sock with a hole cut in it, worn as a wristband. Oh, with, mama, our, with your thumb. Oh, I mean, that's yeah, your steez. I really feel like that could be you. That was your goth high school is, version. Goth is a gateway to drag, I think, because you, yeah, you're encouraged to wear makeup. You're kind of, I don't know, bracelets. You go, you go to Rocky Horror. Sure. Mm-hmm, which is the ultimate gateway drag. That's, I mean, that's how I got, that's how I got roped into this. I'm career. pretty sure there's a goth day. Maybe we should do it for goth day next year. Or Can we year. dance under a bridge? Oh, fully. I was thinking of that. Yes. <laughs> those children. Or, or dance in the middle of that spinning carnival ride. Oh, pumping so hard, so hard. Just yeah. pumping. May 22nd, World Goth Day. Oh, oh my go. God. Okay. It writes itself, girls. 
Thank God they moved DragCon, so now we have a chance to do it. <laughs> to to the middle of the hottest month of the year in LA, July. Is, is that Mother's Day? I uh, Every day is Mother's Day when you're mom plus gold. You did fat sluts. Honey, I've done all the LA gigs. I did last week I did heart. Local girl? I'm local girl. You know I'm a local girl. Always been a local girl. Mm-hmm. I did heart last week with Lolita Colby. And then I did mismatch game with Dennis Hensley at the Renberg. And then I did Fat Slut at Precinct with Meatball and Megami and Mamshi and Shanita and Misty Miss Violet. Miss Mamshi, I find her so captivating. I know nothing about her and I want to know way more. Yes. While Meatball, a... it's the different. It's the opposite. You know so much and you w- wish you knew less. Yeah, every time. Yeah. But she she's so great, Mamshi. And Megami's mix was amazing. Precinct was so fun, except this one man... He decided to bring his own little accoutrement to the Fat Slut finals when he was in the finals for the eating contest. He brought chamoya sauce, which is a really concentrated, like, red-orange sauce that you put on, like, the edge of a cup and then dip into, like, Uh a sprinkle for that, you know, that stickiness, that flavor. I know where this is going. It poured. He poured it over his head, and it got on the other guy. He was pink from head to toe after 20 minutes of scrubbing in the employee bathroom. It had stained him pink and red. He looked like the devil from Powderpuff Girls. And then the other person he was competing with, he was all pink too, but not as bad, just knees, elbows, and stuff. But Meatball got fined by the club. It wasn't as worse as the time where she had mashed potatoes and shrimp. Um, all over, but like it was these Why guys. Did she get fined because it stained the hardware. The cleanup, the cleanup was extensive, and it got and, on the equipment this time. It got up on the lights. Yeah, because he was slapping his his body and making it go everywhere. I w- I thank God had a barricade. Meatball was my levy, um, and I was already wearing red because I'm what red and wild. You I've learned from red. the best. I've learned from you. Um, but if that got on your resplendent breastplate, that would stain that shit. My titties did stain this weekend. I put I put them on like something with that had like newsprint, and the dark black from the newsprint <laughs> seeped into the rubber of my tit. So now old my silly under- putty tits. Oh, oh, putty tits. Silly putty tits. You need to press a Kathy cartoon on them titties. Shut up. Get it you, on there. You need to find a hat that fits, man, because you were at a college show in <laughs> Westchester University. This and- is what you had in mind when you were talking about fucking Plasma's hat. You th- you said the hair should be bigger and the hat should be perched atop the hair. This is what you would have gotten. No, bitch, I'm going to pull up that picture right now so you can see what I mean because you clearly are at a loss. I'm on the final minutes of Barbara Streisand's audiobook. How is it? And I think my life will be barren and empty without her in it. Well, you better finish it before the you better finish it before the parade passes by. Before the parade passes by. Okay, I found it. Okay, well, her in the giant hat looks like a Julie Andrews wig, but okay. No, look, bitch. That is what I'm talking about. Hair. Computer, enhance. 
Oh, no, with the feathers. That that hair. That's what I'm talking about. It may not be a hat. Well, that's but, a different But, like, even on milieu. the hat and the brown dress, you can see she has, like, the hair poofed out. My you hair see? poofed out. It poofed out. I love no, it. No, I do, I do see what you mean. I just want plasma to look like a fucking Sheena Easton hair hopper hooker. Just once. <laughs> Well, you know the girls listen to the pod and they listen to the advice, so maybe she'll show up to the reunion looking all fucking estrogened. So, bitch, this hat with the rhinestones, you know it got tangled all up in that bee's nest of hair. Let me tell you the story. This was not my look fellas. for the night, okay? Oh. <laughs> now, now, fellas, I'd like to talk to you for just a minute. Is that okay? Is it Okay. <laughs> Now, if you think you got a big dick and you can tear a piece of pussy up, let me hear. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just as I <laughs> thought, thought, not a goddamn word. <laughs> uh, are you hurting me? Motherfucker, you are, you are tickling, tickling me. me. No, the story behind this hat was this belonged to one of the performers in the show oh. that I was hosting. And she ended up like throwing it, you know, to the side during the number. And so after she was done, I went up and I couldn't resist the, the moment of putting it on because uh, Beyonce said it's country time, bitch. It is country Want time. Want some lemonade? Because it's country time. Oh, is this a tie into lemonade? I don't country know. Country time lemonade? I don't know. I like sun tea. Is it, I want house. I want house. Do you see me? I want a backyard a uh, where I can put a jar with tea bags in it and make sun tea. <laughs> if I'm spray painting something, I don't want to for a worry. project. I don't want to get, get it all over my neighbor's car. Uh. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I heard Delta Work went to the Dollar General, and she slammed her bag down on the thing. She said, and only if you're paying for it. She I never took her headphones out of her ear. She was on the phone the whole time. <laughs> it's a she lie. Was on her she was on her phone the whole time. And then they said, do you want a bag? And she said, huh, only if you're paying for it, bitch. <laughs> I heard I, someone, It's an eyewitness account. Girl. And then did you see the, the, the further due diligence where the person was like, oh, I love you. I worship. Blah, blah, blah. None of it was true. Yeah, this is the full story. This is what that. they do. This is what they do. Someone went on Delta's account and made up this whole elaborate story that we just described. Delta messaged them and said, this is not true. You know it's not true. Why are you I don't wear headphones. I'm not that girl. <laughs> and they were like, oh my God, I love you. I just wanted to get on the, I just wanted to get on your uh, show, Radar. on your podcast. There are so many better ways to get someone's attention than to make up um, malicious statements about them that uh, the that the everyday folk on your page can't decipher as true or false. And that's how rumors get started. And that is gossip. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like Did it Did you either. see the artist rendering? Of Delta? <laughs> oh, yeah, I love it. It's so good. <laughs> it Dollar Tree. Everything. Doesn't work so happy at Dollar Tree. <laughs> new, pro new promo art for sure. 
Well, I think this was made with AI because that's the look she wore on the Miha episode, but we don't have anything full body. Like she's only sitting behind the desk and this like this is like from the side and like shows yeah. you know, so this looks a little AI treated. We should definitely do like um a bust up drag award at the Shibati Awards. <laughs> like best best drag from nipples up. Love. Well, that's yeah. what you can do in Photoshop now. It has like the AI setting where you can expand the the picture and it fills in what it thinks it is. And it's usually pretty accurate. Although mm-hmm. I did one where it showed like part of my eye and so it filled in the rest of my face and it made me look like a 16-year-old girl. Goals. Yeah. Well, um, I've been seeing you've been doing blue eyes. She did Blue Eyes at Westchester. Old Blue Eyes. Doing a university show is, first of all, wonderful. Mm-hmm. And I love You're them. In Bed by Ten. I Yes, very that. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like it's Kids like when their Beyonce... Money. Right. When Beyonce does a concert in Dubai, because it's like no one really... No, you don't have to... It's not really promoted. You don't have to, you know, promote it. You don't have to, it's just like it happens and like no one really knows about it except the people who were there. That's how I felt. Mm -hmm. I felt like Beyonce in Dubai. But Westchester University, great drags, great people, really, really fun event. We have a rainbow spotlight. This is the song that's taking over. Yes. This is going live. It's Boots by Selena S. Titties. There's a music Mm -hmm. video, lots of familiar faces throwing ass. Go check it out. How many Dora the Explorers can be in one video? I think this might be the the record breaker. Oh yeah, let's I take saw, a listen. I saw Godoy up in it. It's titties. It's titties. It's, it's, it's titties. Hola, soy Salina. Can you say tirando culo? That means throwing ass. Can you throw ass? episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place. 
all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days and it's important to stand out. Good web design will engage your audience. You know it's true. Right, and a business needs a website to feel real. And that's why Squarespace is so important. The good people at Drag Queen of the Year use it with great success. It's true. We did. We said we need a website and we need it fast. And guess what? Squarespace is fast and it looks really good. You don't have to know code or anything. Yeah, Squarespace has Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system. It's never been easier. Start with a best in class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. Plus, you can easily sell your products on an online store. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. And the analytics are detailed and very helpful. Learn where your site visits are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. You can even build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. They've got it all. So check out squarespace.com slash drag for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drag Drag. to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. The beautiful entity and uh, woman that passed away last week, Cecilia Gentili, she had her funeral at St. Patrick's Cathedral, and 1,400 people came out, activists, writers, artists of all kinds, and Mm -hmm. Vogue did this beautiful write-up about the funeral, and the right wing and the conservatives are up in arms about it because there were a couple of... um, florid uh speakers who said everything that they wanted to say and um they called cecilia the madre de las putas saint cecilia the mother of whores um oh so she took your title i inherited it i'm west oh you're the daughter (laughs) you're the daughter i i love that um (laughs) that she was sent off in a great way um and the archdiocese of, of New York condemned the funeral. They expressed outrage at what was called scandalous behavior. They said the Catholic, the cathedral only knew family and friends were requesting a funeral mass for a Catholic and had no idea our welcome and prayer would be degraded in such a sacrilegious and deceptive way, said Reverend Enrique Salvo, the rector at St. Patrick's Cathedral. Such a scandal occurred at America's parish church makes it worse. It took place as Lent was beginning, the annual 40-day struggle with the forces of sin and darkness, and is a potent reminder of how much we need prayer, reparation, repentance, grace, and mercy to which this holy season invites us. Reverend Salvo added that the cathedral offered a mass of reparation at the direction of Cardinal Timothy Dolan to atone for the funeral. Well, guess what? Uh... 
What? Ev- the one thing that's common uh, and in in common among everyone in the world is that everybody dies. Mm-hmm. That's just the common thread. And so everyone's life is going to be celebrated in a different way when they die. And I bet this funeral was glamorous, beautiful, sincere, uh, ecstatic. I bet this was the way that she would have wanted to be sent off in a beautiful building. There's nothing sacrilegious about that. That is the that is the celebration of the life of someone who touched a lot of people in her in her time here on this earth. So, girl, they're mad because they're not fuck because their funeral is going to be boring as fuck with horrible music. My I drag, can guarantee it. My drag mother's funeral service a couple weeks ago. They were told that if anybody says any curse words, they get fined five hundred dollars. By the church with the big Get red my ribbon book. on the side. <laughs> Get my checkbook, I, bitch. I was like, I'm not, I'm not going up there. I'm not doing it. Um, there's gotta be. Uh, this is a this is a million dollar market because the way that funerary services are mishandled, this generation that's that is our generation is gonna be fucking doing things differently than it's been done in the past. People don't want this sort of dour, dowdy, uh, sort of fake, like, tacky funeral. I certainly fucking don't. What do you want? Um, good music, good lighting, um, open bar, can shows. We can we vape? Swearing. Yes, vaping. Chanel Swearing. At the, sh- Chanel at the door. This is what I want. Well, we'll make it happen. <laughs> well, I don't want. I don't plan on dying soon. I know Courtney will go first. She's oldest. Oh my god! And they always say the pretty people go first. I mean, look at her. She's full. I would like mode. to talk about Sora, Open AI, the creators of ChatGPT text and Dal E3 pictures have started to share new videos created by AI. And they're staggeringly real looking. Hmm. Humanity is not ready for this, writes Robbie Lockie. Open AI Dal E, the creators of ChatGPT4, have launched a new text to video model. The risk levels for misinformation and disinformation never before seen are now a reality. So, uh, the World Economic Forum has ranked misinformation as the number one global threat ab- above extreme weather. What is your take? Do you think this technology is evolving at an irresponsible rate? So, yeah, sh- here, look at an example. So basically, what this service will be is you can type in, I want to see a woman's eye up close. That's and not then a real it, person? No. Oh, wow. And it goes on. That's not a real bird. But it looks really fucking real. So you could say, I want to see, um, I want to see Putin in a dress. Yes. And it'll give you Putin in a dress on video. Yes. And the fact that this is coming out in an election year, this is a young woman walking in the city. City girl. The, the fact that this is coming out in an election year is, is really, um, 
I mean, it's going to be wild to see what happens because you can kind of, you can make anybody kind of say anything. What was this? A pirate ship in Coca-Cola? That's what it looks like. That's not real? Well, we're taking this post as real. And in the post, they're saying misinformation is the biggest threat. So, you know, theoretically, this person is, is posting. But if you look at his mouth, like, look at the way he's sort of mumbling. It's like he's that's not real talking. <laughs> there is something off about AI generated people. That looks like I think. I think they're going to try to make it so, like, if something is generated with AI, it's labeled as such. But, like, you can, there's always stupid. They don't read labels. Around that. Look You're at the right. Pers- look at the person that, that had peanut anaphylactic shock at my show because she didn't read a label about my uncrustable titty. Mm. People are dumb. They don't read. We read, but we don't read. I mean, I think that. AI Not until the House of Intuition comes out. <laughs> Follow your heart, your intuition. That's I'll pray what Jewel for him. says. Oh. That's what Jewel says. It can lead you in the right direction. It can. Are you AI? Are you real? Milky White. I'm AI. We have a very special tip spot coming up as soon as this break is over, so you'll want to keep tuned in. Yes. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Well, our Derek, get the mop. We gotta clean out that oh my the septic tank overflowed in the dressing room again. Oh god. We gotta clean it out. Were there feathers oh on god. the floor? Were there the feathers? Rain. The rain, I swear. We we never think it's going to rain. It rains every February. We never think it's going to rain. Oh, somebody get a sump pump. <laughs> we, <laughs> uh, she, we have a very special tip spot this week. She, she has been on the pod before. You know her. You love her. And you're going to vote for her. Oh, her. Please welcome to the pod and the stage, maybe, maybe a, a girl. girl. <laughs> Hi, maybe I saw you on Very Delta a few weeks ago, and you were wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. I had so much fun with her. And then I saw your sign in a yard in Silver Lake somewhere. Yes. Yes. We have been putting our signs everywhere. We have a lot of supporters and looking forward to it. I mean, the election's just a couple of weeks away. It's Okay. So this is this is happening. It's only a couple of weeks away. March 5th. I mean, yes, yeah. March 5th. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, the congressional election is coming up here in California, March 5th. I received my mail-in ballot. Uh, I haven't peeled my sticker off yet. 
because it's cheating if you do it too early. You have to do it when you vote. Uh, so you are running for Congress yes. to represent California's 30th congressional district. That's right. So and, what is uh, that gonna what is that gonna look like? <laughs> so uh well it's gonna be amazing, it's gonna be fabulous. Uh this is my third time running for this position. Um, you know, I came on and spoke with y'all, I think it was back in 2020 when I was running my first time. And I ended up coming in third place out of eight candidates. We decided, well, we came so close to the second place uh, spot to move on to the general election. We have to try again. So we ran again in 2022 and I made it to the general election. I came in second place out of nine candidates and, uh, you know, we didn't win because we were up against a 22-year incumbent with more than $15 million in his war chest. Uh, but he has since announced that he's not seeking re-election. So it's an open seat this year. So mm. this district is going to have a completely different representative come January 2025. And, you know, given that we came in second place last year, we have a really great chance of actually winning this time. Um, I'm the most progressive candidate on the ballots. Uh, I'm the only elected official in this race who's calling for a ceasefire in Gaza. I am for universal health care, housing for all, environmental justice, tuition-free college, racial justice, LGBTQIA rights, reproductive rights, gun control, all of the good stuff. White shoes in September? We can talk about it. Okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, you call yourself a progressive. I'm just saying... I'm- so I see your name in the LA Times, and every time you're covered by them, they list you as a trans activist who's raised over $100,000 and not as an elected official or someone who's made history or someone who's made waves in the election before. Is this all tips? Were someone pooling tips? How'd you get all that coin, honey? Well, we have done all of our fundraising entirely through uh, grassroots efforts. So I'm a corporate-free candidate. We do not take any sort of corporate PAC money uh, and it's the reason that is important is because you take a look at our elected officials and they claim to want things like health care for everybody, but they're being sponsored by health insurance companies, hospitals, the healthcare industry. They're not actually going to be fighting for these things because their donors will not allow them to, their corporate donors. Uh, so it's been uh, a frustrating process um, the way that the media has portrayed me. Uh, I'm the only elected official who is constantly skipped over in terms of not only my title, but my political accomplishments. Uh, I'm one of six candidates who is running for this seat, who is already in elected office. So I'm currently serving my third term on the Silver Lake Neighborhood Council right here in L.A. I'm the treasurer. I'm the at-large representative. I do a lot of work for the council and a lot of work for the city. And it's really frustrating that... Every time the LA Times prints an article about this race, all I'm listed as is trans activist, which it's true. I am a trans activist. Um, you know, we made history in 2022 when I advanced to the general election. It was the first time a trans non-binary person has ever advanced to a general election for a seat in U.S. Congress. Uh, but I'm so much more than that. Our campaign is so much more than that. Our campaign is what we like to describe as an intersectional humanitarian campaign. Uh, it's all about human rights and social justice for everybody. And it uh, LGBTQIA rights, trans rights specifically play a huge part in that. But again, it's all intersectional. So it's really disappointing that 
the LA Times loves to gloss over everything that I've done to then put in the spotlight all of the corporate establishment candidates who um, have been, you know, their career politicians. And so there's very obvious bias in the media. And for some reason, they do not want trans people advancing. They do not want progressive people advancing. But the numbers are going to prove otherwise come March 5th. Yeah, put some respect because, on your name, you know? Yeah, because what what we actually need in to make this democracy work is people who aren't owned by big money and corporate interests. Exactly. So the fact that you are able to get in there, shake stuff up, raise enough money to get your name out there and then to get enough votes to get into there. This is what the future of democracy looks like. And I believe you when you say you stand for all of these important issues that you stand for, issues that are real, that are affecting this this fucking state and this country. So you know what? You've got my vote. Thank you. A hundred percent. And let, let's shake up this democracy and like, let's actually get this big money out of there mm -hmm. and get Absolutely. some real stuff done. What I'm Absolutely. thinking is we do a campaign with Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You both are in uh, Selena wigs, <laughs> very Veep. And then, <laughs> and then like you're on the White House roof. You're looking at Jimmy Carter's old solar panels, talking about the future. And then you push her off and say, I'm next, bitch. Go vote March 5th. I have I a question. I yeah. have a question. What are you going to wear that first day at Congress when you're elected in? Mm -hmm. Oh, that is a great question. I've actually talked about this with one of my good friends who is a designer who has already asked me to design my congressional office at the Capitol. Elle Woods? And <laughs> uh, not Elway, it's, uh, it's my friend Rory. He's a local designer here in Silver Lake. He does interior design, but he wants my outfit that I wear uh, on Inauguration Day to match the office that he's going to be designing. So it's going to be our campaign colors. It's going to be lavender and mint. I'm picturing some sort of power suits. I'm picturing mm. a, a big, luscious, beautiful power bob. Um, oh, uh-huh. And yeah, I think... Uh, I, I think it, it'll be cute. I want to make a statement. I want it to be very drag, but also very, I'm here. I'm here for business. Sheer to waste. I love it. Sheer to waste. <laughs> we, well, we encourage you to go to maybe a girl for Congress.org. And most importantly to vote March 5th in California you can uh, submit your mail-in ballots now or you can vote in person on March 5th. And just to be clear, maybe it's spelled M-A-E-B-E. -E. So check that out. Support the doll. Support the candidates. Support progressivism. Progressivity? Yes. Progress. Support progress. 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 Yeah. Vote yes on maybe. <laughs> vote yes on maybe thank you it writes for being itself. here today it really does thanks for coming right. in girl and doing good work thanks so much I love being your political correspondent have me back anytime especially once I'm elected yes girl her. <laughs> bye y'all
Uh, we are we, back. We're back. Mm-hmm. And this is the moment. Where we go, where we go, spelunking, unking, unking, deep inside the DMs. This comes from Eager Beaver. Hello, Wise Willem, Ostentatious Alaska, and Dapper Dipper. Get out of my way. Just let the music play. What does ostentatious mean? means like showy, flashy, over the top. Okay. Enthralled weekly listener and Mom Plus Gold member. So I have a weird problem. I'm having trouble bottoming. So I'm not a strict bottom, but I'm verse, and getting people to play with my dick is easy breezy. But it's extremely hard for me to find guys who are down to top me. The main issue is my dick. It's somewhat long and thick, so as soon as guys see it, it's the focus of the event, and it, the focus of the event becomes my dick. And yeah, I love fucking dudes and getting head, but I also like getting my ass ate and back broken. So I started just sending guys ass pics before the hookup, but even still, as soon as they see the dick fucking me or even playing with my ass becomes at best second priority. So I guess I'm just wondering how do I find guys that like dick but love ass? For priority boarding, I have attached pictures of the culprit and my ass. Wow. We do feel really bad for you that you have such a huge cock. <laughs> I'm so sorry about those rippling abs, um, those pecs, that giant staff that I'm sure could lead a uh, bottom to to water. It's a divining rod for pleasure. It is huge. The veining on the side, you see that? It looks like it looks like something Rue could use for fracking. It's architectural, really. It is. It's uh, almost mid-century. That mm-hmm. that angle of that vein. Yeah, it's really beautiful how it. I've bisects. been looking at coffee tables a lot. Um, the bisectionality of how it dissects that cock meat. It's and so here's your ass, and you are on a sort of wooden um, pedestal here. It's trying to get on some wood. Showing the ass. Now, do you believe that old that old joke about, oh, there's no tops anywhere. Oh, my God. Everybody's just the bottom. Oh. <laughs> do you believe that? No, I believe that the tops are, are there. I think that there's less tops on apps because tops can go on an app and find a bottom lickety split. But- so they're on less time. Well, once they get a bottom, it's just like boop, boop, boop. They don't need to go back on the app because they got a roster of them. Bottoms right. are constantly looking for the new, new. Oh, let me get that new dick. Tops don't care. It's right. bottoms. Um, so I think that if he wants to not let his dick be the focus, you can't bring it to the party. Like keep put a jock strap or put a cage on hey. and then and oh. then you can get your ass to be the focus and then you put on send me free why don't you babe take out my cock why don't you babe and then the dick comes out that's so shakespearean like oh my gosh we fell in love and then he revealed he had a huge cock it's so (laughs) elegant so romantic a 12th inch night I did (laughs) yeah it's very that uh yeah, I mean look look it's this dick out could there. whip up a tempest. Let me tell and you that. You know, more and more, you know, 
the big dick top guys are getting fucked in the ass. I mean, look at Raheem. He gets fucked in the ass now. I mean, I think he always did. He's just showing it. Right. So we live in this age where, you know, everything is possible. So I I believe that you can find what you're looking for. And you know what else I'd like to notate? Clean feet. Look at that foot in that photo beneath Very the balls. Nice. Clean feet. Yes. To, to find a, Very a, nice. a verse gentleman like this with clean feet, big dick. Oh, I mean, hello. Blessings. And Ladies, this little, this little I mean, buttonhole. Tops, get in line. Uh, this little winker. I love it. And this cabinet with the, the grating, the radiator grating. I love it. I like the cabinet. Yeah, that's really nice. Kind of Let's that rustic see. look. Let's see what Lucy has to say. This comes from Lucy. Hi, ladies and Big Dipper. Love listening to you every week. I found this tweet, which I think describes a fabulous way to use the immunity potion. What do you think? Much mm. love, Lucy. So this is a, a tweet from Mike Bloom. So the Drag Race potion works less like a survivor idol and more like safety without power. The person who drinks it leaves before any feedback and is automatically safe. So... What if it could be used offensively rather than defensively? What does this mean? Imagine if Plain Jane feels that she's second behind Q in the challenge. Could she theoretically use the potion on Q, forcing her to be safe without critiques, and Jane would go on to win? Oh, wow. This feels like a rule that hasn't been thought of until a girl tries it. This this is smart. Who However, is I think, I mean, I hate to poke holes, but I think that the potion has to be voluntarily consumed. So if Q thought she was a contender to win that week, she would say, no, I don't want it. Yeah, but I mean, the power of the potion, does she have a say? I don't, her, I don't her, know. I guess we will see. Her inner saboteur could... You know, Jane and the the inner saboteur could convince Q she really needs it, even if she was going to win. Lucy should Jane be running the, outer the country. Saboteur. Lucy, you're so smart. Um, These Survivor this. queens, really, I mean, they think of everything. Survivor Wait, is twisted. Is safety without power a survivor term? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like a certain type of immunity that you can you can win. Okay. I don't know. I'm curious to see what Plain Jane is going to do with that potion. I've heard a theory that she might try to redeem herself and use it to save somebody who's like beloved who falls into the bottom. Oh my God. I hope not. And then she'd become America's hero or America's sweetheart and Plain Jane would win the whole thing. No, she'd go back to zero. (laughs) It would be be a... (laughs) It would She'd be a factory out. reset. Yeah, it would be a redemption, not a um, not a canonization by any means. Let's it move is, on. It, I'm, I'm very curious to see what happens with that potion, though. Can't wait. Potions and lotions. Uh, this comes from D. Hello, Dolls, Diva, and Dip. Second time, long time, and I absolutely adore you both. I'm hoping you can give me some advice or a different perspective for the situation I've recently found myself in. This is a long one, but I need to provide some context. I'm in a new relationship with a man I have never had 
I'm in a new relationship with a man I've never had so much chemistry with someone, and I really, really like him. Love, even. We're both pretty sexual beings, and we both wanted an open relationship going into it, so we discussed our boundaries and what that would look like for us specifically. We were both in agreement, and that was that, or so I thought. Yesterday, we had a conversation about he was act- about how he was acting weird after this past weekend. With some hesitation, he told me that he met up and had sex with someone the day before and bred them. Now, the problem is that, one, we discussed that he would tell me about his hookups right after they happened, and two, we agreed that he wouldn't breed, get bred by others. So naturally, now I'm feeling a bit betrayed. He said he was going to tell me when we saw each other next, and that part I believe, but he said he didn't tell me immediately because he, in his words, felt ashamed about it, and he didn't know how to bring it up after it happened. What do I do? I want this to work since I may be in love, but this is obviously a red flag and I'm not sure how to proceed. Do you have any tips on navigating an open lifestyle? How do I get him to be more transparent with me without him feeling like he should be ashamed about hooking up? I'll leave you with this quote from the iconic music video Telephone featuring Beyonce that keeps going over and over in my head. Trust is like a mirror. You can fix it if it's broke, but you can still see the crack in that motherfucker's reflection. Thanks in advance, dolls. Drick pick attached for Priority Diva Diamond Boarding. He ain't big, but at least he's pretty. Signed, one of your biggest fans in Austin. He ain't big? Is that what you said? About, that about your cock? That's not big. Is that a quarter at the base of it? I know it is a quarter. I thought it was a dime. <laughs> Honey, destiny turns on but, it. But the, Yes, but that's a quarter. Sir, your dick is huge. Sir, don't say it ain't big, but at least it's pretty. Come on. Mm. It's more than uh, a handful. I think that um, when you take the shame out of out of um, any situation, it gets better. And the... Mm-hmm. the sh- he's having shame because he did something, or he's... He did something that comes naturally to him and because of the parameters he put on himself and his relationship with you, he feels shame about it and you feel some sort of way because you want to be able to trust him uh, with the param- within the parameters of the relationship that you've set, I feel like. Well, I agree with you about... How do, you, how, how do we get rid of shame? About the, the shame being removed. I mean... I, what I think is you don't have to really... I mean, he did tell you about it. Yeah. I mean, so it wasn't a complete betrayal of trust. He did tell you about it. He intended to tell you about it, and he did. And so if you see a future with this person, I mean, it's going to be, you know, you're going to be navigating this. I mean, you might get into a situation where something happens and you, you know, Mm -hmm. and you feel weird about it and, you know, you don't tell him right away or whatever. So, like, if you see a future with him, then, like, stay in that. And you're going to keep navigating this. It's not going to be perfect. It might be a little clunky at first. But if you guys are really, like, good for each other and you love each other, then you'll figure it out, I think. I think that um, he should get him a cameo from Evelyn Champagne King. It just says, shame! (laughs) I think that that would be a wonderful way of saying, sorry sorry I bred this guy. Shame! Um, 
and it won't happen again, but it might, and we'll we'll uh, talk about it. I don't know why I bred him. <laughs> <laughs> Heavens in the mornings. <laughs> we want to thank you so much for listening to this episode of Hot Goss. And a special thank you to our tip spot, Maybe a Girl, who is running for Congress right now. Please check her out if you are voting in the 30th Congressional District in California. And remember, please take a moment to rate and review our show on your podcast apps. And a shout out to all of our Mom Plus Gold subscribers who are listening to this episode ad-free behind the good pussy paywall. We know you're listening. And to sign up for Mom Plus and Mom Plus Gold, you can visit mompodcast.plus. Plus. And follow us on Instagram, at Willem, at the only Alaska 5000 at Race Chaser Pod, and at Mom Podcasts. Please stay safe out there, everybody. And we'll be back next week with another steaming, piping, piping scalding, scalding, serving of hot M. Oh. M. Mom! To get access to our monthly video episodes and tons of bonus content, sign up for Mom Plus Gold at mompodcasts.plus. Hosted by Alaskan Willem. And produced by Big Dipper. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Alaska, Big Dipper, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is by Alaska Thunderfuck 5000. Who, me? 